You know when a new show comes out and you watch an episode just to see if you like it, and the next thing you know, you haven't moved for four hours because you can't stop watching it. Well, that was pretty much the binge-watching experience for Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear when they saw the Netflix series Bridgerton. But their obsession with this show did not end when the first season did. I rewatched like the opening sequence where you're being introduced to all the characters, and I was like, I can see this it's opening so, number on stage. So musical theater. Yeah. Like when we were writing the opening number, we watched that opening scene so many times because it's theatrical. It's so theatrical. They go by Barlow and Bear as a musical duo, and when they watched Bridgerton, they just started playing around with that idea. What if this was a musical? Okay, but what if Bridgerton was a musical? What a beautiful party. So we had like a moment we wanted to write about in the show, so we kind of watched that moment, and then we were sort of playing around with different ideas, and I think you came up with the chord progression. They workshopped ideas for songs and lyrics and melody all along while posting about it on social media. I guess I have to be a lady, smiling and waving, constantly obeying. I guess I need a prince. I mean, when we were writing this, we were going live every day on TikTok and Instagram, and where they could literally just see everything that we're doing in real time. And I think the coolest part about that is that you can go back and rewatch all of them and <laughs> can see the birth of each song as they happened. And fans loved it. So I feel like something like this, where it had like a cultural phenomenon, lightning in a bottle situation, where everyone in the world was talking about this one thing, they felt like they could give their two cents while we were writing, they were a part of the process, and it was something that they like felt comfortable sharing mm -hmm. versus like an unknown storyline that is, it's just so much harder to rally a big group of people like that. Fans loved it so much, in fact, that Barlow and Bear are about to have one of the biggest nights of their lives. Consider this. For most of us, binge-watching a show means endless, unproductive, though quite enjoyable, hours on a couch. But two artists turned their binge into their first Grammy nomination ever and managed to break down barriers to musical theater in the process. From NPR, I'm Elsa Chang. It's Friday, April 1st. Support comes from our 2022 lead sponsor of Consider This, the new Venture X card from Capital One. Earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights when you book through Capital One Travel. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Let's consider this from NPR. This weekend at the 64th Annual Grammy Awards, Emily Bear and Abigail Barlow will be in the audience waiting to hear if their album, The Unofficial Bridgerton Musical, wins for Best Musical Theater Album. Now, the show, Bridgerton, the musical, it doesn't actually exist as a stage production. But even just with music and melody and lyrics, like they all contribute and play a little part. And mm -hmm. when they come together, that's what musical theater is. And, so, and like, there's no rule book for writing musical theater. You know, there's no rule book for putting together a musical. So it's like we were just doing it, you know, like we just found a way to make it work. This is the story of Barlow and Bear as first-time Grammy nominees. It involves a TikTok fairy tale of sorts, which begins with a posh afternoon in London's West End last November. 
We literally had just got finished making TikToks with Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I was like, that was surreal in its own right, of course. Again, that is Emily Bear and Abigail Barlow. These 20-somethings had grabbed the attention of Webber and the whole musical theater world with their album, The Unofficial Bridgerton Musical. This is what you call a honeymoon. Pacing around our separate rooms. Running from our elaborate ruse. We do. On a lark, they had submitted the album for Grammy consideration. And the evening when nominations were coming out, they stuck around at Weber's Theater for high tea. High tea and like all the biscuits and little cakes and stuff around. I I was so nervous, I could not eat. Yeah, she was so nervous she couldn't eat, and I was stress eating. As the musical theater category was announced, Barlow and Bear went live on TikTok. Stephen Schwartz snapshots. And finally, the unofficial Bridgerton. And then we started bawling. Why was it the last one? Barlow and Bear are the only women nominated in the Best Musical Theater Album category this year. And they're facing some Broadway greats like Stephen Schwartz and, yes, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Their album, it's also unique because they composed many of the songs live on social media, with fans offering a running commentary during the hours-long live sessions. Nothing but a whisper is a shout, it's a buzz about the time. We wanted to see how the magic happens, IRL. So we met Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear at their shared studio in Bear's apartment in central Los Angeles. Uh, what key is it in? Colored in green, gilded in gold. I love it. I feel like I'm living in a musical right now. Life is a musical these days. I guess I have to be a lady, smiling and waving, constantly obeying. Okay, so Bridgerton, this Netflix show, it comes out around Christmas of 2020. People, they just like get addicted to this show. I got immediately. I was gonna ask, did you guys get drawn in immediately? Yes. I mean, we are quite literally the target audience. Yeah. (laughs) I think everybody just got so into it because it was a departure from the world we were living in at the moment, which was really not about getting together. It was very lonely. Also, the previous year and a half for Abby and I, like. just career speaking was rough. What do you mean? I got ghosted by like every single major record label that was interested in me and it was just no after no. I think we were just barely getting by before we had this idea for Bridgerton. I didn't know any of your maids were married. She's not married. She's not married? So then at one point, Abigail, I'm going to fast forward to January of last year, right? Just a few weeks after the show comes out, you post this video on TikTok asking the question. Okay, but what if Bridgerton was a musical? What a beautiful party. Were you actually serious at that point? I really just wanted to write a song. I was actually experiencing writer's block for like three or four months before I wrote that song. And when I watched Bridgerton, there was an overwhelming feeling. It it was perfect for stage. A lot of drama, escapism, a character for everyone to relate to. And so I sort of... I was half serious. I was like, if people like this idea, maybe it'll be a TikTok series. Maybe I'll do it for more than one character. But honestly, it was just a songwriting challenge to put myself in someone else's shoes, even if that wasn't a make-believe character. When we were writing the opening number, 
we watched that opening scene so many times because it's theatrical. It's so theatrical. We had like a moment we wanted to write about in the show, so we kind of watched that moment, and then we were sort of playing around with different ideas. Um, I mean, when we were writing this, we were going live every day on TikTok and Instagram, and where they could literally just see everything that we're doing in real time. So, like, are you literally watching the live video feed and the comments coming through? Yeah. It was like almost like we were workshopping yeah. instantly. Yeah. They with did not, a sea of strangers. Yes, exactly. Like, they did not hold back when they didn't like something either. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of the times it's we have sort of a melody that we like, and we're kind of going back and forth on the lyrics to just make something that sounds right, that feels good to sing. So like, I knew we had the da 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 da. And um, then we sort of started working on the lyrics with the audience and kind of workshopped a bunch of them. Because I knew I had, he'd be the artist and I'd be the brush. And then we were like, when someone said gilded and or something gilt, I don't remember exactly what they said, but something along the lines of that. Colored in green and gilded in gold. Ooh. Mm. Covered in green and gilded in gold. Colored, colored in green and gilded in gold. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Because we were thinking, wow, these two people obviously have such tension right now and they want to be with each other, but they can't. And so they could if they escaped into one of these beautiful paintings and like lived in this dream world that doesn't exist. Yeah. You see all this art in the world, but no one really kind of pulls that curtain back. And a lot of people don't know what it means to write a song and what it means to develop a project or, you know, all of the above. And so I feel like just showing every bit of the process, including the ugly bits, was interesting to people. I mean, I'm thinking maybe there are some musical theater fans of a certain generation that would turn their noses up at some musical on TikTok. Sure. And, they, you know, they would say that a lot is actually lost because it's not on a real stage in a theater with actual human audience members watching you. What would you say to those critics? Um, I'd say that musical theater is a very uh, classically gate-kept art form. You know, it's very expensive to go to a Broadway show. It's like 200 bucks a ticket. And so it might not be the same as being on a stage, for sure, but it is definitely exposing a younger audience to a different kind of music and a different kind of storytelling, and I think that's important. I walk past the doors and the corridors where they grew. Well, do you hope to see the unofficial Bridgerton musical on an actual stage one day? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream. We've got so many stories to tell together, so, you know. Yeah, this is not the last you'll see of Barlow and Bear, and it won't be the only thing, if it is on a stage, that we'll have on stage. That was Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear. Their album, Bridgerton the Musical, is nominated for the Best Musical Theater Album at the Grammys this weekend. It's Consider This from NPR. I'm Elsa Chang.